0: Whatever you do, don't take lose bargaining power. This is spoilers. This,
1: this
2: spoiler. What does that ah, mean? Aha. Loose bargaining power. Lou?
0: Loose? Should I just do that again? I, it's loose. Should I say Jake Gyllenhaal's or what?
2: Oh, take loose oh, bargaining power.
0: I thought, you, I thought you said loose bargaining
3: power. I'm like, what like, is oh. that? What are you negotiating for? I know actually- there was loose <laughs> bargaining power.
0: I tried to uh, enunciate that, but. It's kind of tough, I guess. Yeah, I heard I what you said, Brett. Was... It just
2: I'm pretty wasn't... sure I had some loose bargaining power in Vegas one time, and it didn't work out too well
0: for me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what? what? Should we keep going, or? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, we're we're right, in spoilers. this. Spoilers. All right, cool. Uh, I, th- I thought you were going to play the. So, everybody, this <laughs> what is spoilers. a smooth entry. Oh, oh my gosh.
3: <laughs> it's the only way Brett knows how to do it.
0: <laughs> yeah. My first ever hosting it took me three tries. Well, um... <laughs> that was Lou, as in Louis Bloom, uh, for people who still don't know what I'm talking about. But uh, we, uh... are spoiling the 2014 classic Nightcrawler starring Jake John Hall, Rene Russo, uh, Riz Ahmed, or Riz Ahmed, I don't know how it's pronounced, but he's pretty cool. And bill paxton rest in peace five movie club five movie club yep let's go ahead and go around Mm, i usually like to go west to east so let's go to pappy what am i saying go ahead and say where you're recording from and oh man that's i guess your favorite bill paxton movie have we done that before
2: no, we haven't. That's a good one. So, <clears throat> like Brett mentioned, this is Pappy, recording from Denver, Colorado. Very excited to have a soundboard in front of me. We're going to try some live clips tonight, and, I, and I'm not going to spam the hangout button, I promise. How many mm. clips
4: do we have? Like, two dozen, <laughs> 25, 30, or like... Four?
2: We have
5: four Oh, clips. nice. Perfect. That is so a good essentials, Four very good
2: yeah. th- clips. Including hangout. Yeah.
5: <laughs>
4: <laughs> I promise I won't spam it, though, guys. Yeah.
2: <laughs> uh, favorite Bill Paxton movie? That's an easy one. That's a pappy pick, and that's Ailey Ann's. One of my favorite movies.
4: So weird.
0: Okay, so, West. Uh, I guess that would be maybe Stevie? That's me. Uh, this
3: is Stevie recording from Elkhart, Indiana, and my favorite Bill Paxton movie, not called The Circle. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. Uh man! Spores it's gonna me. have to. It's it has to be a tie between two of them. So there's Twister, which is such mm. a classic Bill Paxton movie, and then there's Titanic, where he just went for it, and God, he I did. love him for it. He, he did went for, for it, it so hard. So yeah, let's go with Twister and Titanic.
0: <laughs> uh Josh probably. Let's just go ahead
4: and go with Josh. Yeah, sure. This is Josh from Goshen Elkhart area, northern Indiana. Um, This is my first time seeing Nightcrawler, and this shot up to the top of my favorite movies of all time. So this is my favorite
2: Bill Paxton movie. Nice. 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 it's It's no twister. <laughs> How high oh, did goodness. it? You shut up in like your top five favorite movies? Like favorite movie?
4: Uh, I was thinking today, I think it's comfortable in the top ten. But. Of all can,
3: time? Yeah,
0: wow. we can get into it later, though. It's sandwiched right between Mallrats and Los Enchiladas. <laughs>
5: oh, ho, oh, oh.
0: ho! It really got me, Brett. <laughs> hey, <ow.
5: laughs>
0: Someone's
2: paying off already, boys. (laughs) Yeah, he's cutting
0: the tension in the room with that thing. All right, uh, Mikey. Uh,
5: Yeah, I'm Mikey, recording uh, out of Goshen, Indiana, and I'm looking at the list here on IMDb, and it says he was in Apollo 13, which I forgot about.
0: Oh, that is a pretty good good
5: movie of his. Mm. Uh, But yeah, like Stevie said, Twister is also really uh, Twister is a really underrated movie. I feel like.
3: The '90s were awesome at like end of the world <laughs> scenarios. I've, I've watched Twister so
5: many times, at least ten times.
0: Yeah, it's a it's a fun movie, real fun. Uh, I'm surprised you didn't say Nightcrawler, but um, this is uh, Brett. I'm recording from Fort Wayne. Uh, my favorite Bill Paxton movie is Apollo 13. So, but this was a good one too. And gotta love uh, what is it? Game Over, Man. Aliens is a classic. <laughs> <Man>. <laughs> All right, cool. So uh, let's just get into it, I guess. Um, so, man, I did not. Brittany asked what this movie was about, and I was like, I think he's a reporter who gets involved in crime. And like two seconds in there, I was like, yeah, I don't think I know anything about this movie.
4: <laughs> <laughs> no, he's a man that recycles and sells recycled metals. That's yeah, what he So
0: does. you want to, Josh, you want to go ahead and start off with uh, the first thing we see, uh, Jake Hall who is Louis Bloom, doing in this movie, or that that. Describe that opening scene a little bit.
4: Well, I guess we get a backstory. It's not really a backstory. It's very current day. It's like two days before he starts shooting videos, but (laughs) he's like, uh, I think he's stealing a whole chain link fence to sell to like the scrap metal. Like here in Elkhart, I think it's like Schumann and Sons. We used to take pop cans down there, get like a couple bucks, but he's like Hmm. trying to make a living off this and, uh, he tries to get a job from, the contractor, like, right away. It's kind of, like, intense and in your face. Like, wait, not only am I selling this metal, I want a job. And the dude's like, I don't hire thieves, boy.
0: Yeah, uh, actually, something that even kind of shocked me a little more was... He beats up that dude and steals yeah, his watch. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, yeah. He, <coughs> he gets busted by a security guard. And ah, yeah. like, the
2: first two minutes, he's like, this character is a violent criminal establishing yeah. that.
0: He sees the, this watch, and he beats him up and steals it.
4: Do you think he killed that guy or just like beat him up
3: good or what? I think he, he just
0: beat him up. I don't think he killed him. Yeah.
3: Why do you think that, Stevie? Well, I mean it would leave a trace pretty quickly, and I don't think like Lewis is the type of guy to like hands on kill someone rather than indirectly kill someone.
0: Spoiler. This is spoilers. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean that's a really
2: that's a really good point. Not to jump ahead. That's the only time in the whole film, where he's actually violent, you know what I mean, the other times he's kind of letting other people do his dirty work for him. It's an interesting character introduction because it's never like returned to.
0: Yeah, um, I have thoughts on him, but they don't really show it early on, so I'll guess I'll bring it up later, uh, a little bit about that, but: but I Brent, agree. They,
4: To your point, I think it was an important part of the film because they even show like a close-up of the wristwatch like in the yeah. last 10 minutes of the movie to like be like, "Hey, don't forget mm-hmm. this is a pretty bad dude."
0: Yeah, he's definitely hard to root for. That's just that's a little. I mean, yeah. So he's definitely an antihero, but I also like how he
3: tries his best in everything he does. Like even when he's just stealing scrap, it's the most expensive scrap that you can find. <laughs> yeah, yeah or the market
2: price. Like what I you know, should be like, saying.
3: He has a bunch stealing of copper, manholes. which is
0: so expensive. Then manhole yeah, then Mikey, covers. Yeah, Mikey said manhole covers are like <laughs> really hard to steal. It's just not really worth it. But yeah. That's how he makes his living. He's got, uh, I don't really have this in my notes, but they show his apartment. It looks like maybe, uh, what one bedroom, like a one area, one bathroom, you know, really small, probably in LA, you know, probably costs about $1,800 a month. Um, but they are in LA, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Yeah. For sure. So yeah, Josh brought up, he sells, he sells a scrap yard and you kind of, even in these first two quick scenes, you kind of get an idea that he's probably always trying to talk himself out of situations like he's actually if he didn't come off as so creepy he's actually pretty good at it he kind of always knows what to say but yeah that the guy was like yeah i don't hire thieves which is probably a pretty good well he was selling
5: himself right there in that scene to get a job and he's doing a really (laughs) good job and he's really slick at talking but the owner of the shop has already made up his mind like josh said he's like i'm not hiring a a thief i can't trust you so you can tell that like Jake's character is really smart, but he's also really scummy. Brett, oh, yeah, I,
2: for sure. Can I add yeah, something to Jake's character too? Yeah. Like, this is our sixth Jake Hall movie, I and mean, that's Woo. rarefied air for any actor, yes. but, but I think compare him to like Anthony Daniels, who's played the same <laughs> fucking character. You know, like, Jake Gyllenhaal has been six legitimate different people across these films. It's, it's, it's incredible. Yep. And in here, he's super <laughs> thin and greasy. He's got a man bun. Uh, no disrespect to that, uh, friend of the pod PK. Uh, but he is like super skinny. And I heard that, like, I read an interview where he was supposed to be like channeling a coyote was like his whole vibe he was going for. Yeah. He
0: lost weight. That was his idea. Yep. I actually, to piggyback on that, I, after the movie, I looked at Brittany and I said, this dude has, we've seen like six movies of his and he's played six different, completely different types of characters in these movies. I mean, you know, uh. Detached loner, genius detective. um What else we got? Zany, Zany. Darko, sch- schizophrenic. Yeah, in a bubble. B- <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> That's a future spoilers <laughs> pick.
0: <laughs> That's Jordan's next movie. But yeah, he. I mean, he just plays. Like you said, uh, Daniels plays like the same thing. I mean, literally the same character. And Jake hall just is just like a chameleon just can play anything it's incredible it's
4: literally a robot versus
0: Jake Gyllenhaal (laughs) yeah Yeah, he's like the anti-robot yep but uh yeah that's that's a good point Pappy he's just he's he's really really good I know we say this you know breaking news Jake Gyllenhaal's awesome at acting but um so he's driving home from this place and it kind of shows a little early that he's kind of maybe made for this night crawling because he seems pretty curious he pulls over, he sees a car crash um, when he's driving home, and he, you meet Bill Paxton, who was, his last name is Loader. And uh, <laughs> pa- Paxton's kind of like just teaching him quickly the ropes of what, what they call stringers, which later he calls himself a night crawler. Um, he tells him that they, he sells the footage of this crash. You know, they're like right in these people's faces. Like the cops are like struggling to get this person out, and they could probably help, but all they care about is the footage. But it is their livelihood, so it's not that surprising. So you can just kind of tell something clicks in Lou's mind, and that's like, oh, maybe I can do this. And then the next time you see him, he steals a bike and then immediately goes to what I was saying earlier about he talks. He's trying to sell this bike. What did you say? He won the Mexican Open or
6: the Mexican?
0: The tour to Mexico. The tour to Mexico. (laughs) Yeah. 37 gears or something like that on the bike. I don't know. I'll give you 500.
1: This is a custom racing bicycle, sir, designed for competitive road cycling. This bike has a lightweight space-age carbon frame and handlebars positioned to put the rider in a more aerodynamic posture. It also has micro-shifters and 37 gears and weighs under 6 pounds. I won the Tour de Mexico on this bike.
0: 700 is as I'll go. It cost me over 8,000 new.
1: 700. 2,500, and that's giving it away.
4: No bike's got 37 gears.
1: 2,000. No. Can I please speak to your boss, please?
4: I'm the owner. How
1: about 800 in store credit? What are you after? A camcorder and a police scanner.
4: I mean, beyond that, Brett, it's just great to see Jake Gyllenhaal on a bike again.
2: <laughs> it really is. After Donnie Darko. He's got shoes on this time. Yeah. It's good
0: call. Oh, man. <laughs> <Oof>. <laughs> so he ends up uh, whittling, uh, haggling, not whittling. Haggling his way down to like what $700 in store credit and he ends up getting a camcorder and a police scanner which kind of sets the stage for the whole movie
2: right you know and, he- and like that's a good theme of the whole movie too is this is like five minutes into the movie and this is already the second negotiation we've seen yep. uh nightcrawler enter into so it, it happens over and over again in this film and he keeps getting better at it too the for the first sure. couple of times he's not so good but See that change. yeah we have
0: a we have a clip to play later where he's just like on fire with his negotiating so um so he struggles early gets there late and a couple times and then he finally gets his first break uh there's a he comes upon a carjacking and you know he can tell he doesn't really exactly know what to do but he kind of sneaks around and gets right in this guy's face um and in doing so he gets kicked out of the scene and then the other guy who's there Kind of harasses him. He's like, you know, you're a dick. He blew that for me. And then, uh, but he takes the footage he has and he goes to, you kind of, you don't really know it right away, but he goes to the lowest rated television show. I don't know if he did that on purpose. Knowing him, he probably did, you know, cause he probably figured it was his best bet as KWA six. And this is where you meet, uh, well, Nina. he has the most,
4: he has the most leverage against them, like right off the yeah, bat, right?
0: For sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause they, well, they're like kind of willing to, get anything i guess um you meet nina romina who romana whatever she's uh renee russo who even at 60 still pretty hot um and a Married good to the director dan Kilroy. Uh, oh i didn't know that that's cool
4: which is weird because jake wants to do weird <laughs> things with their her <laughs> <I'll move. laughs> i would keep Boy, that man
0: away from my wife oh for sure <laughs> at any cost oh. Um, but yeah, she's the morning news director at, like I said, KWLA six. That doesn't really flow off the tongue very well, but, uh, actually, I don't want to like get too personal, but Mikey, you do some, of, that's one of the reasons you like this movie, right? It's because of the news aspect. Do you do like one of those jobs that they show behind the, the glass? Is that something you do? Uh, yeah. I
5: mean, I, they don't really show my job in this movie exactly. I'm, like, the master control guy, so I'm, like, directing the show, but they're, these guys are, like, the editors and stuff that Lou is going to meet, and, uh like, the producers of the new show, so they're, like, setting up the show and getting the video and stuff, and I think it's interesting. Uh <laughs> A lot of the lingo I know and stuff, so when I'm watching this, it's kind of like, oh, oh, Jake is... I-, I know these people. These people are I know how these people act and I know what they would say and stuff like that. So it's just kind of funny, kind of, uh, comparing and contrasting this movie with my real job. So
0: I thought it was pretty wild. Like I, I'm more impressed by newscasters, but it's got to be hard to be talking to the camera and then people are talking in your ear. I'm guessing that kind of stuff goes on, but like they seem to, I know it's a movie, but no, that's, that's
4: real. That's, yeah, you have, you have experience mm -hmm. in that kind of stuff too. So that's one of the biggest skills in the game, I would say, as far as being a newscaster, is being able to, like, take that and use it in stride and conversation. And it is a mind trip to be on headsets during, like, a live event. Is Have you done that,
5: too, Mikey? Yeah. Um It's all very complicated, but, like, again, my job isn't exactly doing the stuff that these guys do in the movie, but it's just, I don't know. I, I like this movie probably more than most people because I see these people, like, every day. And it's funny, and (laughs) I'm, like, watching this and thinking to myself, wow, I'm up late at night all the time. I don't eat a whole lot of food like Jake Gyllenhaal in this (laughs) movie. (laughs) Is this a documentary, or uh, am I watching myself? He's just, like, like, he learns stuff on the internet all the time. That's, like, kind of how he got into stuff is he's just, like, using the things that he learns on the internet. That's why he has, like, so very few social interactions, and that's why he's weird. Mm-hmm. Mikey, it just doesn't
4: I, go out. I could totally see like Jake Gyllenhaal and Riz Ahmed's characters being like your split personalities.
5: <laughs> <laughs> just, uh, I don't know. Just the whole watching it through the lens of like working in a news station is just really interesting. So I appreciate it, and it is like pretty accurate to all the all of the uh, lingo and stuff that they're saying, and I, the reasons that they're getting mad is pretty accurate as well.
0: I do have, I, I. I... I'm actually really fascinated by this and I, I don't want to get too far the rails, but I have one more question for you that they don't really get into. If you wouldn't mind me asking the one, the one guy who's kind of has the, we haven't really got much to him, but he's the one that's kind of has the, the moral compass. What's the deal with him? Like, he's like, it's my call. And she's like, no, it's my call. Like, what is he? Why would he think he has authority? But she's like, you have no authority. Did you know what I'm talking about? The younger uh, yeah, guy? When
5: they're set, yeah. When they're uh getting ready to do the show and they're like going over that yeah, the- graphic footage. Uh, he's more like concerned with like, uh, are we even allowed? Like, is the FCC gonna like fine us for showing this obviously graphic video on? I mean, it's live TV, so that so like anybody like, could see it.
0: He's kind of like quality control, like. Uh, Brett, I got the feeling
5: he was more like the
4: director, and she was like the overall news okay producer of the show, like showrunner. So it's ultimately her call, but
2: well at one point there's like a woman from legal too right because she's the one who's saying you have to bore out this this and this so that's the
6: lead i want to break it up and do a wraparound from the scene i want a walking stand-up teaser at five repeat on the half and i want the copy to start with a warning you're going to show this with a warning it's excessive we should have packages like this every day people are eating breakfast and they'll talk about it at work Tie it in with the carjacking last month in Glendale and the other one, the van in Palms. When was that? In March? March, yeah. It's a carjacking crime wave. That's the banner. Call the victim's family. Get a quote, Mike, and you know what to do. Yeah.
0: So, uh, you know, he sells, his first, he sells his first piece, and she kind of lets it slip. And I don't think it's a secret to that many people that crime in affluent areas sell. Urban area crime doesn't sell. So that's kind of what she's looking for. Um, You know, she says that in a little blunt terms later on about, you know, nobody cares about a shooting in Compton. So that's kind of what focuses this movie. He stays in the he ignores a lot of the uh, crimes he's hearing because he's looking for the big one that that will sell. So, you know, you get a nice fascinating look behind how news is probably run. So uh Lou hires Rick and uh, this is Riz Ahmed. I think this is another classic uh Jake John hall scene in this movie. I mean, is anybody wanna uh Pappy, you wanna describe the their kind of interview process that he has with, with Rick?
2: Yeah, I mean it's probably some kind of Craigslist job that Jake John Hall had posted and <laughs> it's in a diner and uh uh Jake John Hall like definitely like what Mikey said, he seems to have read the internet article on how to do everything and and he read the internet like wiki how to conduct an interview. And he's trying to give Riz Ahmed, like, every opportunity to, like, pass this interview. But at the end of the day, it just comes down to, do you have a phone? Does it have GPS? Okay, you're hired.
4: (laughs) (laughs) It seriously seems like Jake Gyllenhaal read every WikiHow Reddit thread about negotiation and, like...
5: How to own a business. What is it about the writing that you guys think does that? Because... I think it's the way he talks. The way he talks is, like, he talks with, like, such... Certainty. It's, like, yeah, he, he, so already, he talks yeah. like
3: an instruction manual. Yeah. yeah.
5: So he's already talking way more confident than he should be because really he doesn't know anything. He's kind of reciting. He no, yeah, he has no experience actually being a business owner or anything. He so talk- he's just kind of like putting on a front to get the capital to actually start his own business is what I'm feeling is like his end game.
2: He talks like Goodwill Hunting quoting Vikas. He's just all, he probably read, he
0: probably read (laughs) Vickers.
4: And I love too how there's this moment in this conversation with Rick where he totally like flips the conversation from having like naive, no, no leverage to like, all right, I'm going to give it to you straight because I have everything on top of you. I feel like that's a (laughs) running theme in this movie. Like he has a line where he's like, so you do tricks. And he's like, no, I don't do tricks. I'm clean. It wasn't a question. You do tricks. No, I'm
0: yeah, straight. Yeah, that was really cool. Yeah, I'm straight. Yeah, and it kind of like touched a nerve with him. Yeah, because, mm-hmm. you know, Rick's poor, homeless, desperate. And I-, I love how he gets the job and he's like, all right, you'll be an intern. And Rick's like, uh, I need money. <laughs>
6: he's
0: like, he's like, but this is way more important than money. You can move up at a company, which he literally started six seconds ago. <laughs> but yeah, so he ends up bargaining $30 a night, which, I, I made a joke to Brittany. I was like, in L.A., that's probably, what, three bucks? I mean, like... Yeah, that would not... But at least he's going <laughs> to be able to go to in and out In-N-Out Burger every night. Sick L.A. burn. <laughs> Good one, Brett. Yep. So, um, you know... He gives
4: him a living he, wage by the end of the movie. Don't be so hard on Jake.
0: Yeah, for sure. But, uh, yeah, just shows kind of how he... He couldn't talk his way out of this one, either. I Which, mean, okay, tried, wait. But,
2: how does Riz Med have a cell phone with like unlimited data to have GPS but is satisfied taking $30 a day? Sorry, was that too much nitpicking?
0: But, no, th- yeah, I mean, maybe. Like, maybe those, a good, I thought all of the
5: gear was prepaid
0: phones. They have prepaid smartphones. All the phones.
4: gear was definitely Jake's. Like Rick wasn't springing for
2: gear, that was
4: Jake's but did he, stuff.
0: But, but Pappy, I'm, I'm, I'm with Pappy. Did he, didn't he say, do you have a cell phone? Does it with, have like, GPS? Max? Yeah, that was like right. the whole
2: reason he needed. This, this is like why he settled for this kid?
0: Yeah, maybe Jake mm. was paying his bill, but I, I mean, I doubt it. It Doesn't sound like something Lou would do. So that's it's kind of a plot hole. I, I mean,
2: I don't mind *Cinema Sins*. A great movie.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was it was pretty nitpicky, but it's a good point. So, so I have they kind of problem with the movie, uh, but
5: we'll get into it later. Maybe he's on his dad's plan. There
4: you
0: go. Mm. I'm
1: sorry, I'm late. Are you Richard? Uh, Rick. I'm Louis Oh, Hey, Lou. Louis, sit down. The situation is that I lost an employee and I'm interviewing for a replacement. Okay, uh, the, the ad didn't say what the job was. It's a fine opportunity for some lucky someone. <laughs> okay.
0: Um, so they kind of do a little montage of uh, Lou and Rick kind of starting to get more footage. He's adding... He's making up these names and, you know, uh, logging all this footage and it kind of shows that, but you kind of, you get the sense a little bit that none of it's really that big. Then he gets his first real big story, which he gets by doing so many illegal things. Um, he comes upon, I believe I was talking to Brittany. It was a drive-by, right? At the house. Well, actually, I'm sorry. His first real thing is he gets up on a, um. A uh, carjacking, and he uh, gets up and checks on the. Or is that no? That was earlier. I'm blowing it. Sorry, no, my no, notes you get, are the all first,
2: over the... the very first job he does is the carjacking. Carjacking, yeah. Where he, so gets, then he, he, gets... he gets thrown out and he gets the other guy thrown out for like getting too close, and that's how he got the good first tape. But yeah, the, the car crash is then when he hires Riz and he moves the body. it's like the the first time he starts to push the boundaries.
0: Well, was that? Did he move the body before he broke into the house? Yeah. Okay, I'm not talking about the big home invasion. I'm talking about where he moves the pictures. and Oh,
2: yeah, in the fridge.
0: Yeah, so that's like his first – I can't remember which one's first, but he does two different camera things where he does illegal stuff in both one. One of them, he sneaks under the yellow tape at an active crime scene. He sneaks into the house. He moves pictures, which I guess you could easily get him for evidence tampering. He takes a picture of the mother and father – the wife and husband outside of like a bullet ridden window and then that's kind of his first thing and that's where you kind of get a hint another hint that he steals uh, their mail yeah he steals he videotapes the mail he finds their identification and yeah so i mean he does a lot of illegal things right there and then he sells that one and the other guy the director's like again like this is wrong this is illegal but you know they want their news
5: honestly if that was in one of my newscasts that's a sick shot that's a pretty good shot that would be a really good package from a reporter well what jake
4: does in this movie is a lot like my job i do a lot of camera work and editing and he like i love in this movie how they show him his face and show him like shooting it and they don't usually reveal like the shot he got till he's like back in the newsroom and, like, the money shot, like, if it's a carjacking, it's, like, shocking because it is a money shot, but it's so brutal because it's so bloody and, like, realistic. And that dude is, like, shot in the neck. And I I don't know. I just really enjoyed that aspect of this movie.
0: And then, like, uh, it's another quick example of him sneaking to the house or, like, how did you get in the house? And what does he say? Something like, oh, I thought I heard someone say, come in. And then when I went inside, there was nobody there. Like, he's just always got an excuse. And that becomes a bigger story later. But then, as Pappy brought up earlier, they come across a crash, and he does something else that's probably illegal. He moves a body just to get a better shot, and this is kind of showing that he's willing to do pretty much whatever it takes to get good footage. But so yeah, so he starts manipulating evidence, which is not a good thing, but it works out for him. Um, so he take he's again he's he's getting a lot of good camera stuff. So he buys a better camera. And he buys a Dodge Challenger, which I think is a pretty sweet car. So um, it's not very conspicuous, but, hey, he, he bought it for the speed, I'd imagine. Oh,
4: Rick points that out to him later, too. It's hilarious. Yeah, he's like,
0: car's red. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then we get to probably – the. I mean, he does a lot of bad things, but does anybody want to talk about his first real foray into really bad crime when he has – he asked Nina out on a date?
4: I, I mean, I don't think that's his biggest crime so far at
0: all. Um, he, he blackmails I, her for sex. That's pretty bad.
4: Did we talk about the horror house yet? No,
0: no, we're not, we're not to that point yet.
4: Okay. Fair enough.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, that's bad <laughs> for sure. Um, no. Okay. Well, uh, he asked her out for Mexican food and she's like, yeah, I don't date people I work with. And he's like, well, I would hate for you to say no. He basically is like, if you say no, I might go somewhere else. And then, you know, they show them having a, you know, Mexican dinner and he starts basically saying, I want to see you socially, like basically implying that if you don't have sex with me, I'm going to sell my stuff to another place. And of course, she only cares about the, she cares about the product more than her self-respect. So it's pretty much implied. And later on, they show that they pretty much were getting into it
5: the way he's talking here he's like talking like a contract it's so creepy
3: Yeah, he's rambling like a madman Mm -hmm.
1: I happen to know that you haven't stayed at one station for longer than two years at a time and you're coming up on two years soon I can imagine that your contract is for that length of time and that next month's ratings directly affect that
6: so you're threatening that if I don't I'm negotiating you're threatening to stop selling to me
1: that's your choice the true price of any item is what somebody's willing to pay for it. You want something. And I want you. To fuck you. And as a friend.
6: Jesus Christ, friends don't pressure friends to fucking sleep with them.
1: Actually, that's not true, Nina. Because as I'm sure you know, a friend is a gift you give yourself.
5: But she's like, uh, she's, I mean, she she's in a desperate position because she's like about her contract is like Uh, up. And so she doesn't really have anywhere else to go. And she needs like healthcare or something or something or is a point Jake makes. And she doesn't really have any other station left to go to because she keeps bouncing around. So she's kind of really in a bind and she knows that she's in like the last place, the last rated station in the area or something. So she's, Desperate. Well, like, has to do this. he's
4: clearly a sociopath, just with like, that's no regard for human life, whether it's like someone who just died, maybe still breathing, moving them for a better camera shot. Um, and I feel like the characters all have a time when he basically reveals that to them. And mm-hmm. this is where he does that with her. I think he just completely flips into this is what I am. And I kind of have you by the balls. So it's your because choice.
5: She was like, she was like uh respecting him up until like that point because he was doing pretty good work yep. and getting a lot of really good footage and stuff for them. And they were getting really good ratings. And then uh, this is kind of his proposal and it shocked her, but she, like I said, she's desperate. So
4: she kind of has to accept. Not only yeah. that, but she seems to, I don't know. I don't want to get in the end. Sorry, Brett. Go ahead.
0: No, you're fine. I want to bring up two quick things. Um One is kind of what, Mikey was saying it he, he shows that he he knows how to I mean he he brings up the fact that their uh sweep sweet uh month is coming up, which is obviously if you work in the T V industry, it's probably like the most important Big thing. Deal. It's like when you get your ratings, um, you know, it's I don't know that much about it, but so he shows he's a kind of a dirty bargainer, kinda of what Mikey was saying.
2: Mikey, is sec- that still true? Does Sweep Suite still matter? I'm just curious. Oh yeah. Yeah? Yes. Very important. Hmm. That seems so antiquated, doesn't it? Like in the twenty first century.
0: Yeah. But oh. maybe that's the thing. Maybe it's even more important because they need to show that they can still compete with like streaming and cable cutting. Yeah. So yeah. it's even it's even more important to get ratings. Um, and my second point I want to bring up is what I said at the beginning, I noticed something about Jake Jellhaw's character as he went on, and Josh actually touched on it. Uh, I was going to use a different word. Uh, they're slightly different, but I was saying you can't convince me that he is not a psychopath. Um He shows it, in my opinion, multiple times. If you want to say sociopath, sociopaths are usually more – they can build a little better relationships. They can, like, learn to care, while psychopaths just flat out don't. So – uh I thought they did a pretty decent job of hiding that earlier on, but it just starts to come out more and more and Josh pretty much just... We need Brother br-
4: Jordan to straighten out all the terms. He's a trained
2: psychologist. <laughs> Stevie, what do you think about Nightcrawler? You've been quiet.
3: Yeah, for real. <laughs> the movie. What, you guys throw it around. I always thought a sociopath was someone that has no regard for anyone but themselves. Yeah. And I don't mm-hmm. think they really care for anything.
0: Well, yeah, no, that's that, that's kind of what my point was. Um but you said that, they, that's they basically what I'm saying. No, I'm saying uh like a, a quick bridge I think again I'm not an expert I'm not a trained psychologist but um psychopaths and sociopaths are very similar but sociopaths have been known to form relationships a little bit better than psychopaths. Uh they oh, can okay. they can form relationships through convenience. You know, they might even learn to maybe not love but you know they have a feeling that's similar to that or psychopaths are pretty much just black holes of now again this is not the right science but i'd always heard you know one in a hundred people are psychopaths and one in a hundred of those people are violent criminals murdering psychopaths so just because i say what (laughs) (laughs) hey
4: now so pappy i the clip i asked you to pull from this movie i feel like he describes himself pretty well is there any way you could play that off the soundboard? The show. Hey now.
1: Hey now. show responding to that code 3. You're going to go down the street, get an angle inside from over there. Steady hands, use the zoom, no fast pants. I'll
0: be filming from the. So we're teach you in college. Fuck
1: that. I'm not getting out to college. That's car. at the end
0: of the movie.
1: I need a second angle from down the street. We'll cut it together. Two angles. Believe me, it's more dangerous here in the car. I don't believe anything you say. Man, this is fucked. Do you know I've never once sworn in front of an employer?
3: I'm not doing
1: (laughs) that. I'm not getting out the car. You're making a mistake. I don't care about the fucking job title. What if my problem wasn't that I don't understand people, but that I don't like them? What if I was obliged to hurt you for something like this? I mean physically.
4: All right, Pat, that's a good spit. it. I think you'd have to
1: believe afterwards if you could that agreeing to participate and then backing out at the critical yeah, yeah, moment. Yeah. Okay. Was yeah, that the soundboard? <laughs> <part? laughs> so
4: the that's big part weird. I wanted to point out was, yeah, that was awesome, Pat. Thank you. Was where yeah, he's was cool. like I understand people, I just don't give a damn about them.
0: Yeah.
2: But you can hear him like checking down like through his options like he tries to be nice and then he tries to be like more Logical with him, and then he just resorts to like physical violence. Like he's just gonna get his way, no matter what. But he's trying to do it the nice way. You know what I mean? Which makes him so crazy and scary. The human way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How would well, Anthony also, Daniels do his- this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
5: <laughs> Jake or uh, lose only motivation throughout this whole movie is just getting money. That's the only thing he cares about in the end is getting money. So he's willing to risk Riz Ahmed's life to get all this crazy footage in dangerous situations and stuff just so he can like get enough backing to start his own production company and stuff. He's really chasing an a really weird American dream is like the the end message of this movie.
3: Yeah. It's kind of like the American nightmare when you think about it. Because, like, the American dream is typically work your ass off, be a good person, things will fall in line. And his is work your ass off, piss off who- whoever you can. <laughs> sacrifice
4: Get anybody money, you can. Get
3: money, sacrifice others. Well, and if you think about it, Stevie,
4: that conversation he has with the guy at the recycling center that turns him down, like, in hindsight, he makes, like, a really slow decision. And you're probably thinking first time watching the movie, like you're not going to hire this weird strung out looking dude off the street, but I think he's seen him a lot. And he's probably weighing like, dang, he could probably be a really good employee. He's clearly sharp as a tack, but is mm-hmm. he worth the risk? And that's like the only guy that turns him down in the whole thing. So he's doing something right.
0: Yeah. 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 Okay. So, um, we get to, uh, another bill Paxton approaches, uh, Lou and he's talking about all this new stuff he's got and uh, how he's going to expand and get two vans. And he, he tried to hire Lou. And Lou kind of <coughs> nice, nicely says no. And then Paxton's like not having it. And he's like, oh, man, you and me. And he, what he'd say? Something like, I want to grab the side of your face and grab your ears and yell in your face or something like that. I want to
3: grab both your ears and yell in your
0: face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's he's not interested because he, he wants to do it on his own. So. Um, later there's some plane crash, uh, and Lou gets there really late because Rick, was this his first night on the job? He screws up really badly with the directions.
4: It's just five blocks.
0: He's like, yeah, when I said turn le- uh, right up here, I meant five blocks back. So <laughs> <Easy with you laughs> <don't speak generic. laughs> he gets this plane crash really late and Bill Paxton's character is already there and he kind of taunts him. He's like, Hey man, the uh corner's already gone. He's like, basically, should have taken my offer. And Lou's humiliated, and then he's even extra humiliated because Nina's like, hey, you told me that if I did this, this, and this for you, you'd get me the goods, and you haven't. So she's really mad. So he's kind of – he had a pretty rough night, but, I mean, he's a creep. So um, then I thought they implied it, but when I, like, read about it, it's supposed to be pretty – Sure that Lou sabotages Paxton's van. Um, he cut his brakes. Yeah, he's yeah, under no, I, there messing around. Oh, did they actually yeah, show that? Man, his... I, I must have looked away because I, I didn't see that at all. I mean, I just assumed that he yeah, cut he, his brakes. He cut his he brakes. He follows him
3: home and, yeah.
0: Man, man I, I just missed that. That's cool. That's is cool. that,
3: that cool. like that cool. the
2: take till the rape at Griffith Park for his brakes to go out? Because the whole because thing is Because he that,
3: cut his brake lines. You're still going to get some juice in there eventually. Eventually, when it eventually bleeds, you're not going to have anything left. So, nice. he's he pretty much bleeding his lines. Interesting. So, it's not going to happen immediately because he just would have rolled over in the neighbor's driveway. So, when you bleed them, when that pressure starts going, it's slowly but surely bleeding out. And it's going to have less and less pressure. And eventually, it's going to have none. Dude, so this know has been-
2: podcast listeners don't ever fuck with Stevie. <laughs> yeah, Jeez. I was
3: going to say- I got, I got some car knowledge, boys. You ever <laughs> need help? Great, I can help you.
0: This has been a great, <laughs> a great night for everyone listening because- we got Mikey behind the, the newscast. We got Josh, the camera expert. You have the me, the trained psychologist. And Stevie is the master at cutting people's brakes. I mean, like, you ever, you're, you're learning you need your hey yo. blood. I can help you. Hey and me, yo. <laughs> and, and, then, and then Lou, uh, Jake Jellahall teaches you everything else you need to know. I mean, well, oh, Pappy, you, you got something, I'm sure, but soundboard soundboard master.
2: Yeah.
0: Hey so, um, so the last to, one was limp. He, he gets the, wow. uh, oh, v- <laughs> Vigo. Um, so he gets to film, the huge accident. He puts the camera right in Bill Paxton's face, which is just like, and then like Rick's starting to crack. I, obviously, he's been cracking for a while, but he's like, dude, he's one of us. Don't film that. And he's like, oh, we have to. That's what we do. <laughs> He's
3: the news now. Which
2: for a guy who was just hired a week ago off Wikipedia or, or Craigslist, he has like insane loyalty to the profession out of nowhere. He's one of us, man. Don't film him. <laughs> one of us. What are you talking about? You're Interpre- not <laughs> cool, bro. Right, I love so, that
4: scene. It's so haunting when Bill Patterson okay, really realizes is. Mm-hmm. he's just a sale for his rival. <laughs> Yeah, mm-hmm. and his
0: like hands are like twitching, like, dude, he is messed up. <laughs> oh, yeah. So we get to the big crux of the story. Uh, who would like to take the home invasion? I mean, just go crazy with it. Mikey, you probably see it the most. So,
5: uh, yeah. So, uh, again, they're w- listening on the scanners, uh, waiting for a big crime to happen in a rich white neighborhood, uh, in LA. So, they're waiting and then they hear something and uh, they drive out there and they get out there before the cops to this, I don't know where they're at, they're in the hills or something and they're in this really nice neighborhood and Jake gets out of the car and walks through the driveway and he sees uh, what he thinks is a home invasion and he hears some gunshots and a couple people die and they hop out of the... they run out of the house and then they hop into a car and drive down the driveway. And Jake uh, is hiding in the bushes and he has an angle where he can see inside the house and he gets their faces as they're hopping in the car. And then he also sees their license plate as they're driving away. So he's got all of that for his video. So he's, he's got the money shot. He's good to go. He's got the new hot story that the news director has been begging for for sweeps week, so he goes into the house and then he's he sees that uh it's just basically a murder scene like there's a bunch of people there's a family in there and they got murdered and he's rearranging stuff like he always does to get like better composed shots and uh just better angles and stuff for his package that he's about to send in what about the part where he goes into the baby's room Oh, yeah, he kind of plays on the emotions of the viewers. uh, So he gets like some footage of a baby's room. Of course, the baby isn't in the bed, so it's kind of fake news, I guess. Did they
0: ever say what (laughs) happened to the baby? Was it even a thing? (laughs) It's just like it it wasn't there at the time. Okay. Well, yeah, yeah, he kind
5: of. Implies that the, a baby was there or something, so he gets footage of the crib and stuff like that.
2: And it's super well done, too. Like Josh was saying earlier, that he you see him shooting the baby crib, but the payoff isn't until back in the studio. That's when you find out mm-hmm. there wasn't a dead baby. So it's really Yeah, he cool does like do a that.
4: slow pan down into the crib, so it's like a yeah. reveal. And I don't know. I think one of the scary things, too, is like, he's so cold in this movie. If there was a baby... That was hurt or dead oh, he or have half it. a life. He wouldn't have cared. He would have just well, felt no. it and Rene moved on. Rene Russo
2: says, is there a dead baby? And he goes, no. Like, he's all disappointed
5: <laughs> that there wasn't a dead <laughs> baby. <laughs> I said, whoa. No, shucks.
6: <laughs>
5: I, <laughs> I wish. The- they know.
0: <laughs> yeah. So uh, it just kind of shows he he'd gotten pretty good at being a cameraman in a pretty short amount of time, which kind of goes with him he just he's pretty much good at a lot of things except for not being creepy but he can't really help that
4: yeah it really so puts take, me in my place I, I love like, the
0: part where they're leaving the house and
3: Rick's with him and he he's like as they're running from these d- dead bodies and police possibly coming he's like you know what Rick I didn't want to say anything but you could have shown some initiative back there that's what I'm looking <laughs> for in <the> a business partner <laughs> <laughs> as if you just, just see dead bodies <laughs>
1: what's, what's, what's going on what happened in there? You should have walked in and looked, Rick. If you're curious, that's what I'm paying you to do. You need to show initiative. There is no better way to achieve job security than by making yourself an indispensable employee. But
0: yeah, they, they get away from the scene. They head right to the... I think they get there with about 10 minutes to air. And they show him the... They give him the footage. He says what I have. You know, it's it's really a tricky situation because, like, the story literally just broke. I don't know what that means for what you can show and not show. They talk a lot about ethics... Like Josh brought up earlier, they bring in the legal person, they're like, Can we show this this video? And she's like, Uh as long as you don't say who they are and you have to pixelate their face. It was a little you know,
4: on the nose though when they're like someone was like, Is it wrong? Morally or legally? Well by the <laughs> laws yeah. <of> journalism,
2: ma'am. <laughs> yeah. It's a little heavy handed everything that happens in the studio.
0: But they they pretty much decide that the story is the most important thing. Um and they you know, it's a big hit. Is it do they really the the newscasters, do they not ever see the video until they are on air, is that common, or is it just because it was so late? He's like, getting... Nah, like, I think it was just because it was so late. Yeah, he's I like
4: usually running up to the deadline stuff. every single time, right?
5: It goes live in four minutes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> As he's uh power sliding into the driveway of <laughs> KAA
0: six or whatever LA. Um but to me the moment he first walks into that news station, like the next five to 10 minutes is my favorite part of the whole movie. It's what really got me pumped up. Um, so they give him the video. They're like, this is great. How much? And then this is like the first big time that he takes like massive control of a situation with uh Rita. It's my favorite co- uh, Nina. It's my favorite conversation in the whole movie. And I think we have a clip, but I think uh, before that, he kind of does what he did earlier. Uh, he threatens to go somewhere else.
2: What's well, a very similar conversation where they're arguing over the number, and he goes super high, like hundred k <laughs> this time, yeah. and she's like, "No, like from two
5: hundred and fifty, yeah." <laughs> and and the so first, keep in yeah. mind, this is an L.A. station. Yeah. This would never happen where I work. That would be <laughs> absurd to even think of asking of that.
2: But, but it's, 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 it's the whole. It goes back to the whole like motif of him negotiating because, like before, he basically got two hundred and fifty bucks and got his ass kicked out the door, and now he gets fifteen k and quite a
1: bit more out of the whole whole deal. <laughs> Ooh, what do you mean, spicy? What could it be? Now I like you, Nina, and I look forward to our time together. But you have to understand, fifteen thousand isn't all that I want. From here on, starting now. I want my work to be credited by the anchors and on a burn. The name of my company is Video Production News, a professional news gathering service. Snappy. That's how it should be read and that's how it should be said. I also want to go to the next rung and meet your team and the station manager and the director and the anchors and start developing my own personal relationships. I'd like to start meeting them this morning. You'll take me around. You'll introduce me as the owner and president of Video Production News and remind them of some of my many other stories. I'm not done. I also want to stop our discussion over prices. This will save time. So when I say that a particular number is my lowest price, that's my lowest price. And you can be assured that I arrived at whatever that number is very carefully. Now, when I say that I want these things, I mean that I want them. And I don't want to have to ask again. And the last thing that I want, Nina, is for you to do the things that I ask you to do when we're alone together in your apartment. Not like the last time. (laughs) (laughs)
6: <laughs>
1: what could it be
0: Man, uh, yeah, I love that whole you know. exchange the one before that is really good too so I noticed listening to it that
4: time he like bookends the conversation on like I'm screwing you also mm-hmm. it really drives it home Sheesh. she looks like
5: she's into it though
0: yeah yeah right there for sure I think I mean, she wasn't as into it during the Mexican restaurant scene, but that was a while ago. So,
3: so yeah, he gets... She seems to get kind of turned on any time he brings up the most messed up videos possible. Yeah, that's her kink. Is that's like <laughs> her kink. Baby for for sure. Sure.
2: <laughs> yeah, she's not a good person within the context of the movie. She's always trying to push the limit and show the most fucked up shit possible. So she's She not hails
4: innocent. him as like a hero at the end, too. Like, he's inspiring us all. It's like, lady, yep. you got won over it by him multiple
0: times. <laughs> this is also the first time I think we skipped over it. He wants to, he wants his video company name, which he probably made up on the spot. He wants it to be shown on all his videos from now on. I mean, he's really trying to take this business to the next level. He's super proud of himself and he's almost like, he gets, he's almost like super pumped when the police show up the next day to question him about the, um, the home invasion, which we called, what was it? The horror house. Yeah. That's what they called it in the news yeah. segment. So the uh, two detectives show up and they're not amused, obviously. And they're, uh, they ask if he, if he saw the criminals, he's like, Oh no, I didn't see him. Um, you know, obviously we know that he saw him and we saw the video of him, but you know, he's, he's just so calm and cool. And collective, every time he's talking to anybody, whenever he's in hot water, he's just so good at talking. It's crazy. So they, they're really suspicious of him, but he, you know, says he didn't see him. Um, he obviously edited the tape that he gave to the news. Well, that was kind of clever
4: how they did that because he edited that like on the spot on the car hood. Yeah. And he even told Rick, like, hey, stay in the car. It's like Trump telling his, uh, like interpreter. Not to tell anybody what happened in the Putin meeting. He's like... At, covered, at, <laughs> at, at a point, we're moving on. <laughs> this is my show. I'm just saying he's very um, meticulous. He He's aware of when he's breaking the law, I feel like. He must For be like, sure.
2: spending a lot of his time googling how to outsmart detectives. <laughs> <laughs> figuring it out. and, like, Hopefully they never like look up his Google history, because that's really all they need to do.
0: <laughs> so then we get, uh, I don't know, I think a pretty funny scene, which is kind of undercut by what happens like immediately after, but he's got a negotiation with Rick. Uh Pat, do you wanna talk about this quick negotiation he has with Rick in the car?
2: Uh is this the time when he asks Rick to name his own price? Yeah. Yeah, I mean so Rick Rick is aware some, some fuckery is afoot and he demands a raise and <laughs> And uh, <laughs> Nightcrawler says, "Okay, name your price." And what what does he ask for? Like seventy five? Is that what 70. What yeah, he lands on Which seventy five, Goes up, and goes down. <laughs> and then, and then, as, over the course of the night, he starts to realize like how much trouble they're in. As they tale, the the murderers from from the House of of Horrors, uh, so from the clip we played earlier, yeah, they're they're basically right outside the restaurant. And well, no, sorry, the right back up before that, uh, Rick tries to like leverage the legal situation, right? Stevie, like he's trying to call him out for. Yeah. I'll call the cops or something.
3: Yeah. Pretty much. He's just telling him, like, I like how he said, I could have gotten more, couldn't I have? And yeah, Jake Gyllenhaal's was like, certainly. <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> certainly. And you can tell like kind of the way the relationship's working this night is like. Rick's really thinking about it. He's probably like thinking, like, "Wow, this dude's making a ton of money, and I should probably get more for even helping him because of like how much wrong and how many laws he's like breaking."
4: Well, he's scared. I don't think he really cares if he gets kicked out. Like, he sees those murders happen, he gets freaked out. Like any regular person
0: would. Yeah. So yeah, they have that quick negotiation in the car, which is kind of a, I don't know, not super rare, but a pretty rare moment of levity in this movie. And like almost immediately after that, he's like, "What are we doing?" And then he, he tells him his plan. He's like, I'm going to draw these guys out. They're kind of like uh, stake outing, staking out the place that the two guys live in. And he's like, I'm going to follow them to a better neighborhood. And then I'm going to call the police and we're going to film it. And then Rick's like immediately goes from that moment of levity to. uh, It's like, what's it? What's he's like, hey, I wonder if there's a reward. And he's like, there is a reward. Is it $50,000 or was it 50? Yeah, fifty thousand mm-hmm. dollars. And he's like, so Rick's kind of starting to put it together. He's like, well, I have I have dirt on this guy. I need money. Um, so he's like, I want half of that, or um, he's basically like, I'm gonna go to the cops. And it makes Lou pretty mad, but um, you know, he goes with it because he doesn't really have much of a choice. So the guys come out of the place. So they follow him and they go to a restaurant, which immediately Rick's like, you said we were going to go to a different neighborhood. He's like, there are innocent people in there. And then, uh, the clip we had, uh, Josh had Pappy play earlier kind of shows about it. He, he calls the police and he says, I think I see the guys that, uh, committed that home invasion murder. And I think he has a gun, which Rick obviously is not cool with him saying that, but, um, so – and then the clip that Pappy played earlier, he's like, I want you to go over there, get a better view. And then he's like, I'm not getting out of the car. He's like, yeah, you will get out of the car. Was it supposed to be funny when he's like, trust me, it's going to be more dangerous in the car? Or is he just trying to talk his way out of another situation?
5: Uh, Jake obviously knows that it's more dangerous to get out of the car. He's <laughs> letting his dumb partner – and not even a partner just this dumb intern to go get the more dangerous shot he knows what he's doing
3: why did he keep having him roll down the window like while they were fo- following them
2: i did not get that at all he was insistent anyone else on pick it. up on that no
3: no yeah that's a good point i don't i don't know
4: that at all josh uh i was hoping stevie would know this this would be a great stevie <laughs> <segment>. <laughs> yeah
0: stevie this is a stevie segment stevie come on tell us why I, I couldn't figure
3: out for the life of me why. Like, why did he keep wanting him to roll his window down? I honestly did- think it
2: may have just been a power play. Like, fuck unless, you, it's like, cold. Unless he was Deal on,
3: like, it. their side. Like, because he was... Unless he was, like, on Rick's side a lot, and he wanted to get out his camera at any
0: moment. That's the only thing I can think of. That's actually the only thing that came to my mind, but it didn't really make much sense. I mean, they're driving really fast. Yeah, yeah that's, so that was that's, weird. That's about it.
4: I like what Pappy said, though, too. Just, like...
0: Yeah, for sure. You're gonna do this thing I say, dog. Yeah, I think that's a good.
4: Plus, he's he's already mad.
0: He's already mad at him.
2: Exactly. But that whole scene in the restaurant, dude. I think that scene is like a fucking masterpiece. Like it's as good good? as any scene. I I don't want to like describe the whole thing, but like the way that it's shot, like from the outside, how like we're removed from what's happening in the restaurant, and like the tension builds with the first two cops coming in. Dude, it's fucking...
5: You see the guns underneath the table?
3: It's so well done.
4: And you only see the guns through Jake's lens, too.
3: Me and the wife were talking about this. Did those two cops know about those guys, or were they just hungry?
0: No, I think they... My, I thought for sure they knew in their, like, the first wave. They're kind of scoping out the situation. They acted like they were supposed to be there. Agreed. They, I, yeah. I feel like they showed them glancing, especially when they came in. They glanced over there, but I don't know if it was, like, uh, uh, you know, in the police playbook where... The first two guys go scope it out, because like if he would have said for sure, these are the guys that kill those people, I think they probably would have gone in there more guns and blades, But at the same time, they have to see how many bystands, bystanders are in there, mm-hmm. what the situation is, where they are. And then the other two come up.
2: And Rick is so scared when those other two cars come up. He's like, oh, fuck. Like, he knows shit's about to
0: go down. And it does. He's hiding. Yeah. He's hiding behind that uh, inch and a half pole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
5: you would immediately see Rick. Hey, buddy, with the camera, what are you doing?
0: <laughs> yeah, so Rick's out there. The two more cops show up, and I don't know what they were, their plan was because pretty much right when they come in, that guy, uh, one of the bad guys, pulls a gun out, shoots one of the cops. Uh, they say later a couple people were shot. Did you guys see any bystanders get shot? I didn't, I didn't personally, see any get but... shot. So... I thought
4: like the, three yeah. of the cops got shot.
0: I thought only one cop got shot, but I, I'm with you, Pappy. That whole thing is so cool. It's just like bang, bang, bang. You know, one cop goes down. One one of the bad guys gets shot and killed. I swear that... I think the other guy gets shot, but he... Does he bust through the window?
4: Yeah. hmm
0: Bust through the window somehow. I mean, he might have shot it out. He gets in his car... And he takes off cops in pursuit and then, you know, uh, Lou and Rick just speeding like crazy to keep up with them. I can't imagine any of that is legal. But um, so there it's a really high speed chase. Uh, I think a pretty decently done one. You know, I don't like chases that much, but um, and then they all run a red light and a cop gets hit by a car and he goes flying so you kind of wonder what's going to happen. But, oh, no, Lou just pops on the gas even more and just is riding this car. I don't know what he plans on doing, but it's really cool. And he comes up, and then a cop comes up, pulls out in front of the bad guys. I thought that was a really cool scene, too. He's kind of weaving. They're kind of weaving. to get by each other and block each other. And then they both hit each other, and they both go flying, right? the The cop car and the bad guy's cars both flip. So, you know, Lee, Lou and Rick pull up. They get out. Uh, Lou, uh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Lou walks ahead, peeks into the car of the bad guys and then goes over to the cop car and he says over to Rick, you know, get your camera. This guy's dead. Get some footage of him. Okay. So Rick is crapping his pants pretty much gets his camera. Go, you know, what does he say? Like make sure to use your zoom. He says that multiple times. Steady hands. Steady hands, yeah. <laughs> so, and I thought this was he's a really, really cool... Still, so he's a. So I thought this was a really shot. cool shot where you kind of like almost seeing it through Rick's perspective and he comes up to the car and the bad guy is like staring right at him because, you know, he thinks he's supposed to be dead. And then, what does he get shot? Three or four times in the chest? At least. Yeah, he gets blasted and then... This is, like, I don't know if this is, like, because Lou just doesn't care, but the guy gets out, the bad guy with the gun, and Lou's just, like, sitting there recording him. I don't know what he expects to happen, but I thought that was really cool as well. <laughs> like, I actually thought, you know, I hadn't seen the movie. I was like, he's going to get killed here. Um But then the cops show up, and the bad guy runs off, and he gets shot down. And so... Lou comes up to Rick and of course he's filming him because that's what Lou does. Josh, you wanna give us some of the highlights of that conversation?
4: Uh yeah, Rick is surprisingly chill dude, even on his deathbed. He's like Man, you crazy dog. <laughs> <laughs> Not cool, bro. Yeah. Not cool. <laughs> he's like, where on the Reddit threads did it say it's cool to let your partner die? Yeah. I don't know. Like, I wonder, maybe Stevie's segment can be switched to this. What's the logic between the bad guy just like shooting the crap out of Rick and letting Lou go? Like, what's the in movie logic there?
3: Well, you got to throw that to me. I had, I was asked the same thing. I was like, why did he shoot
0: Lou? I think it's because when he shot Rick, He's there were still stunned. 40 cop cars coming at him. And then when he gets out, and he hears all the cop cars, he realizes he has about two seconds, if he's lucky, to run. That's it. That's how I saw it. Uh. But anyway, yeah, Rick looks at Lou and he says something like, You saw him. You saw that he you was alive. You saw him,
2: bro. <laughs>
0: you knew him. and You saw him. And then we get to the point where, uh, well, Yo, bro, yeah, it's it, crazy. We're all
2: part of the <laughs> same profession, though. I forgive you.
5: <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> well, Jake's not even like. No, like, he doesn't even say, he's like, yeah, I saw him, and you put me in a position where I couldn't negotiate well, so.
0: Yeah, you took the leverage f- over him, that's what I was, the comment I was making earlier, he said something like, you took my bargaining power, so, you know, ever the this Loose bargaining span. power.
2: Loose bargaining power.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I hate all of you guys.
2: <laughs> I love you,
0: Brett. Yeah okay so uh, <laughs> so yeah but he's just filming Rick die pretty much I was kind of didn't like the fact that he closed his eyes because that's not natural but it is more dramatic I guess so um, so he takes the film back and then Nina of course is just wowed by the footage and she's like asked about Rick and but she doesn't really care probably because she knows she has this huge huge story but then you find out that, that wasn't like a super up and up affluent family earlier it was like they were like drug dealers and that was like a drug theft and uh, Nina's like yeah we'll give that to the new news we don't care we're gonna keep running with this story well Mikey was talking about
4: how she's digging it by the end and this scene especially she's like wasn't that your partner who died and he's like yes and she's like about to go down on him for that.
5: She's like, dope.
2: <laughs> well, it's a great. So the music is like building with like this like romantic theme. And like literally in between their two faces is fucking Rick Rizamed's dead ass face just like <laughs> running <on> the monitor. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a emotional sequence. It's so perfect. It's so funny.
0: And yeah, so, um, what is, yeah, she says something like, what about your partner? He's like, he would have wanted me to keep recording. He loved it or something. I mean, he just, He's so full of crap, but it's awesome he at the same time. He died doing what he loved. He died doing what I love, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so they're like, working as an intern. <laughs> <laughs> they're like literally getting ready to air the footage, and the police show up, the same police from earlier, and they're like, yeah, we need that footage. And he's like, it's evidence. She's like, no, we bought this. She's like, don't, don't make this difficult. And, you know, Nina rightfully points out, she's like, yeah, I'm not giving you this footage without a warrant. And I, I, don't, I can't. Im- they probably didn't have enough probable cause to get it, but so they run the story and then lose, interrogated by the detective, and he just puts on one of his classic stories. I wonder if he had it planned or if he, of course he did, for sure. But he's it, it's kind of a ridiculous story. He's like, uh, I didn't, I didn't know who they were. I, I saw them out of the window. I thought maybe, and then when I was driving later, they were following me, and then I. What he, he gave him the slip and came up behind him. I mean,
4: but it's like it's everything just, they can't prove, right? And
0: I don't know, like, they, yeah, yeah, go ahead. No, no, I'm saying they like know he's lying, but I mean, they can't do anything about it. So that's, and then the last scene we get to is kind of like a beginning of an infomercial. Lou is talking to his new, fresh interns, and he's got four vans ready to go and he gives them the whole speech about what's most important is advancing in this company and I'm guessing he's probably paying them nothing. They're but, interns. <laughs> yeah, but they're all, well, there's paid internships, but they're all green-eyed and ready to go and they all get in the van and they go out Congratulations! start night crawling and that's the end of the movie.
1: Congratulations. Your selection by Video Production News is evidence of the hiring committee's recognition of your employment history and unique personal qualities. It is my hope that through hard work and commitment, you will move through the intern program and continue to pursue your career goals as full-time employees of Video Production News. I can tell you from experience that the surest way up the ladder is to listen carefully and follow my orders. You may be confused at times and other times unsure. But remember, I will never ask you to do anything that I wouldn't do myself. So, yeah. Cute.
3: It's kind of like
2: Ghostbusters. It's the founding of a business. as the basis of a story.
0: Yeah.
4: It's a small business story.
5: It's an American dream.
0: Yeah, Mm -hmm. but... (laughs) But... Ray put three mortgages on his house to get the business going. So you know, he had a lot more money to throw around and he didn't have to do a bunch of illegal stuff, but well, I guess technically it was all legal cause they didn't have approval from the EPA, but we'll talk about that some other time. Um, does anybody have any final thoughts before we get to yes or no's anybody? Oh yeah. Lots of final thoughts. Oh yeah. What was your, uh, the problem you had with the, the plot hole that you said that bothered you? Yeah.
4: The thing I've been thinking about since I watched this movie and
0: i think
4: there's maybe kind of an answer, but like the fact that Jake Gyllenhaal is so smart, like why is this the time in his life where he's figured out how to be smart? Like, has he reached his pinnacle? Like, that doesn't really make sense. Like, how old is he supposed to be here? Like,
0: he's internet smart.
2: Yeah, I feel like he's like way younger than he is in real life. Like, he's early 20s, like
0: I was gonna say he talks like a twenty-one-year-old college dropout.
2: Like. Got a little money left over or something. But honestly, if he was
5: real smart, ropes. he would avoid TV news. It's not a great career <laughs> he, if he was actually <laughs> smart. <laughs>
4: <laughs> but like, if he was recycling metals, what was he doing before that? Like, I think some sort of peering into like his motivation and his snapping point at least alluding to it in some way would have been good.
0: I think he's just like a grifter, like a thief that just kind of did that through life and then he finally found something that he thought was awesome. And that's what set him going.
5: Shitty jobs. Yeah, Getting fired from places. Probably was a waiter. Yeah, He would have made a fantastic waiter.
3: I'd watched an entire movie of being a waiter. That'd be great.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, I guess if we're uh, we're good to go. We're gonna let's start with uh, Pappy, and we're gonna go right into Stevie with no talking by me whatsoever for the next minute and a half. So, uh, why don't you go ahead with your yes or no, Pappy?
2: Well, Brett, I think you did a fine job hosting, and I hope everyone out there in Spoilers Land liked the soundboard. We'll see if it if it hangs around for some live clips but as far as the movie goes yeah this is a a definite yes for me uh this movie we, we haven't talked about this it was on netflix forever and it was like my top suggested thing on netflix like for literally two years straight so i watched it a couple times during that time period I, I, on this rewatch there are more comedic moments like i like i said the the riz ahmed face between the two of them almost making out is hilarious um some of the stuff that happens in the studio feels a bit heavy-handed, but there's so many awesome scenes that this is a, a hard and very solid yes for me. Love Jake Hall. future King of Spoilers.
4: Hey
3: now, <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> Am I next? See? All right. Uh, yeah, I'll give this a very rock-hard yes. I absolutely love this movie. Jake Hall is such a good actor. And the last half hour, I mean... From the point where they show up to the Chinese restaurant to when the chase ends. It's so much fun to watch. The camera work is just, oh, it's so good. So, definite rock hard yes. And I hope we keep doing more Jake Gyllenhaal movies so he can surpass um Anthony dude from Star Daniels. Wars. I won't say it. I will not say his name. He <laughs> who
5: must not be named.
3: That dude from Star Wars. Yes. Love this movie.
5: I'll go next um yeah i love this movie and it's not just because i work at a tv news station so i find all of this like super relatable and stuff like that uh because they do a really great job of portraying like the accuracy of what it would be like to work at a news station besides all the murder stuff um it's jake being really creepy and it's awesome he lost a bunch of weight and he honestly looks like a totally different person so he's committed to every role that he does and I think he I think this is one of his like underrated movies I don't see a lot of people talk about this movie a whole lot and I think that kind of sucks because the cinematography is awesome, the script is awesome the cast is awesome um, and it's just a really dark and kind of different character we see Jake play compared to a lot of the other stuff we see him in I think he does an awesome job he probably should have won an award or something for this movie or something yeah Yeah, (laughs) this movie should have won anything it didn't get nominated for anything I don't think well still so underrated for that year and I think uh you don't have to be, you don't have to work in television to like appreciate this movie. So I, I love this movie and it's one of my favorite movies. So it's a rock hard. Yes. Cool. Josh.
4: Yeah. Uh, like I said earlier, I shoot and edit video. So the one funny thing is like the video editing program he has up is like definitely nothing standard that I've ever seen it's hilarious they don't use like adobe premiere or avid or anything regular i don't know what that's supposed to be cracked me up little inside joke for any other editors listening to this but um also i kind of geeked out how like his camera changed and he was like taking that more seriously and how they would hop out of the car and he'd like quickly have to like pull the camera out of his holster and get certain things ready and it just got me in this frame of mind because that's like Uh, the niche that i'm in so that was like a cool thing for me but the camera work in this movie is something we didn't talk about much stevie hit on it a little bit but it is so cool um the coloring is amazing too it's got a definite mood to it and i think bleeding into that i think the camera work plus the script like even though this is a really dark movie I was able to, like, completely disassociate, like, along with Jake while watching this. And so, like, I don't know. I I was never really freaked out or, like, creeped out when people died. Like, yes, I knew it was, like, immoral. But it was almost like watching it through a window or something. Like, I don't know. It was just so fun to watch overall. And I do think this is my top ten movies of all time. And I love Jake. When you type in Jake Gyllenhaal in IMDb Nightcrawler is the first movie that pops up and I think that's telling this movie's awesome.
0: All right, cool thanks Josh yeah it's, this is a definite yes for me too I mean I didn't hardly know anything about Jake Gyllenhaal movies until I started with this pod and it's like one of the coolest things that's come out of it he's just plays everything so perfectly and uh, like I don't know if I would put this on like the top of my favorite jell movies but I think this is easily one of his best acting performances I mean he's just so so good he does a lot I don't know I read that he didn't blink very much in this story which is kind of funny because in Prisoners he blinks all the time and apparently uh, he uses blinking in Dining Darko as well I just don't know if that's kind of his thing but it works really well this movie's a super solid yes it's awesome I gotta watch it again as soon as I can. It's really good, Brett. I bet he does like
4: two hundred character traits in his mind, and everyone just picks up on the blinking.
0: Yeah, he probably gets so pissed about well, it. That's true because Pappy <laughs> Pappy brought it up. I mean, he like lost like fifteen or twenty pounds because he wanted to look like you say a coyote, like gaunt and just you know, that's just it's just so he looks so different. I think like he looks like a different he, person.
5: He looks like a totally different person in this movie.
3: His diet consisted of nothing but kale and running 10 miles a day. <laughs> That'll do it. <laughs> From the words of Hall himself. And
2: growing a man bun. Focusing on yeah. that.
3: You really
5: are focusing on that.
2: <laughs> Prominent.
5: That's when he, whenever he gets into a, an illegal situation, he puts up his man bun. That's when you know, <laughs> he knows he means business. When he steals that bike, he puts up his man bun. <laughs>
0: Alright, cool. So, um, that's five yeses. I don't think that was a surprise, but, uh, Pappy, are you gonna...
5: And a Jordan no-dog.
2: Are we gonna
0: wait to do the, uh, Spoiler Man till after trivia?
2: It's up to, yeah. Uh, yeah, we can do that.
0: Okay, I, I think, I hope this goes fast. I think it'll be fun. I know we're running a little long, but it's probably be shorter than the Mortal Kombat trivia, which is a blast. So, um... I had another trivia lined up and it just didn't have anything to do with this movie or Jake Gyllenhaal at all. So I came up with another trivia that's about 3% more um, about this movie. So it went from zero to 3%. So I kind of made up a, a link. So in honor of the six movie club for Jake Gyllenhaal and the five movie club for Bill Paxton, as we mentioned earlier, our trivia is a contest that features movies that contain numbers in the title. Okay. Makes sense to everybody. That's it's the first clue that you're gonna have in every movie. It makes movie.
2: no sense to me how I don't, I don't really see your
4: connection, but I get No, it.
2: there's no connection. I just it... I understand the game, but the rest of it was nonsense.
4: Because certain actors were in numbers yeah. of movies. I'm already <laughs> and I,
0: I just went for it, guys. I'm sorry. But it's all good. But uh, okay, I really think these rules are pretty easy enough once we get to it, but okay, so here are the rules real quick. There are gonna be five rounds, hopefully it'll go quick. Um, each question has, you start with a maximum of four points. Okay. Does everyone follow so far? There are yeah, three.
2: Maximum of four yeah. points. Yeah.
0: Uh, there are three clues for each movie. The clues are tagline, plot keywords, and then year actor. Okay. So um, every time we uh, everyone gets a movie, you get to pick one free clue at the beginning. It could be tagline, All plot, right. year it's free. Um, if the, like, for example, if the player gets it right on that first clue, without the first clue, you get all four points. Um, Two. every extra clue you pick is minus one point. hi from your total score or from what you No, yeah, just you from, get just right. from this round. Okay. Can you go into negatives? Cause nope. I've
2: been fucked over on that. Nope. Before. No, no ne-
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Nope, no <laughs> negative. I'll get to that. Um, I was going to give you two guesses, but I'm going to give you—you you guys get one guess. So you have to be really careful to not guess Ooh. too early. Okay. Um, if you do All not right. correctly guess the movie, you get zero points. You don't get negative or anything like that. So you're always okay. going to have positive or zero. Okay. All so right. and this is important. After each unsuccessful turn, the next player gets a chance to steal. They don't get any. Oh, they don't get oh, any sad. clues. They get one guess and if you get the steal, it's two points regardless of how many points the guy had at the beginning, okay? Right, now, the, sure. the last Chicks. quick thing, and then we'll get started, is it's not like I kind of randomly picked the difficulty of each clue, so like, I don't want you to, like, if you pick tagline every time, it could either be the easiest clue or the hardest or the middle, so I want, you know, it might be wise to guess around a little bit, all right? Okay. All right, and that's it. And these are all. Remember, the first clue. I want you to remember this. Every time you you get one, the first clue you yep. have is that there's a number in the title. That's a good this, clue. This was completely random. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So, Mikey has been the longest host, so he goes first. Mikey, what clue would you like to start with? You got tagline, plot, keywords year and after. How did,
2: wait, sorry how does this end what is the end game most po- like, most points after one round okay. how many rounds
0: That's five rounds
2: five okay
5: oh, <laughs> uh give me the buckle plot up keywords. boys Yep, yeah, for sure <laughs>
0: it's gonna be a <laughs> you minute. want the plot <laughs> keyword okay now yeah. remember numbers in the title the plot keyword is cat food <laughs> Christ, <laughs> cat food <laughs>
5: Uh Gimme Uh is Wait what are the other ones
0: Tagline and year slash actor Year slash actor Um 2009 Charlto Copley Oh just nice. nine Cool okay Next one is Josh And Plot. What? Plot? Plot. Okay, virus. Lucky
4: number 11. Wait, wait.
0: Just joking. Okay. Jeez. <laughs> dude. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, dude, come on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Virus? Uh. Hey, remember, if you don't know it, just go on the next one. There's a lot around, so...
4: I know, but would you count something that's like Planet of the Apes 3? Or no, is no, number no, like yeah, I a to, pun I meant to say that. Title? No...
0: There's no sequels or anything like that. Okay.
4: Virus. Okay. Uh, I'll go year actor.
0: 1995. Oh, by the way, the actor is one of the top build. Not necessarily the top build, but one of the top build. Ooh. Interesting. 1995, Brad Pitt. Give me the tagline, I guess. The f- The future is history. <laughs> well, I know what it is. But don't say it, all right? Pap gets steel. I have
4: no idea. Ooh. Uh, I know Let Brad Pitt was in the movie Seven, so I'll just say Seven. Gosh dang it. That is
0: incorrect. Yeah. Pap?
2: The Tree of Life.
0: Nope. No, what, no what numbers is, in it. Let's no, see. No, no point, Stevie. What is it?
3: Is uh, I it? I think I can't. I don't know exactly. Is it Twelve Monkeys? Oh, I've never gah. seen that movie. It's good. Okay, Sorry, audience. The future so, is now.
0: Tap is up.
4: I thought all the movie. I thought all the numbers were between one and ten. <sighs> no, no, no. no, no definitely not.
0: Definitely not. Tagline. Any? They're too any old number. for this shift.
5: Um,
2: Bummer. <laughs> They're too old for this shift. Give me. Uh, I was gonna get. I'm just gonna guess. I don't care. Twelve Angry Men.
0: That's incorrect. Damn. Stevie, you don't get any other help, play, unfortunately. I'll Put a win. Blues Brothers 2000. Now the movie was 21 Jump Street. Hmm. <sighs> <sighs> Thanks. Why do not you want to keep going? Like, should, a I did, to
2: win, should I
0: play to win, Brett? Yeah, you got zero points. Um, okay, so Stevie, you're up.
2: They're two, they're old, angry men. That's the whole point of the
3: movie. <laughs> old angry men. Uh, but they don't have give a me a shift. They're retired. It's a plot. Okay, uh, uh,
0: ro- robot. Wait. Oh, so it's pl- it's just a keyword. Keyword or keywords. It's- Some are better than others. Remember, they're they're ranked. I'm sorry. Sometimes the plot keyword is going to be what I consider the easiest clue. Sometimes it's going to be the hardest. Sometimes it's going to be the middle. Like, I don't necessarily w- want you to pick the same thing every time because right, some right, are easier right, and some are harder. Right.
2: So right. one of them is a giveaway.
0: No, the, none of right. them really. Eh, there's some giveaways, I guess. But Plot sucks. One word.
3: It's horrible. Okay. Cat so dude. that was my one freebie, yep. right? And if I ask for another, I get three points. Yes. All right. Uh, give me year actor. Who is tough.
0: 2014, Scott adds it.
2: The fuck? A mighty sniff as he ponders.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I know. Uh,
0: uh, ta- uh, give me a tagline. From the creators of Wreck It Ralph and Frozen. What? What? Big Hero 6. Fantastic. Nice job. Big, uh, good. Robot. Isn't he a robot? He's a robot. Yeah, he's a...
5: Yeah.
4: Inflatable
2: Are you robot. satisfied with your care?
0: <laughs> I am not fat. Okay, fast. Mikey. Mikey. <laughs> I am not fat. <laughs> Mikey, you're up.
4: It's a good movie. Wait, did Mikey not get to steal? He got it right. Big Hero 6. Steve, you got it right. Oh, I thought you said Fantastic Four
2: or something.
0: No, I said that was a fantastic guess. Can it, he act like he didn't uh, know it? Sorry, my bad. Mikey... A Fantastic 4.
5: <laughs>
2: Ooh.
0: All right, uh Actor year 2004, Mark Ruffalo.
6: Ooh.
0: Uh Placky word Wishing Dust. <laughs> Oh. You can't just
5: make up stuff, Brett. You have to like <laughs> look at <it. laughs> what the movie like, oh, <sighs> oh, is about
0: keywords.
2: Is there two keywords or is that one keyword? It's it's Is it wishing dust? Wishing is dust wishing is
0: dust? there's plot keyword or keywords depending on what it is.
5: Uh tagline. I, A I comedy
0: know. for the kid in all of us.
5: Mark Ruffalo? I know it. Um Mark Ruffalo comedy kids movie. I have no idea. I can't even I can't even guess because I can't think That's of fine. any.
0: Josh uh, Steele? I will let Stevie no, say it. Can we get back a Steele then? No. Okay.
3: What is I it? Know it. 13 going on That's
0: 30. That's correct. That yeah, was a tough break, Mikey.
2: I remember back in the good old days when if it's been longer since you hosted, you got an advantage.
4: Yeah. <laughs> Josh, you're up. But, you know. A uh, t- uh, movie plot, or er, k- year. year by, the way, by
0: the way, Mikey's winning this game, so let's all pipe down. What? It's
5: only been one, uh, one round.
0: How much does Mikey have? Round? Mikey's got three points. You only had two. Those two guesses really? you had didn't count because you're just guessing. Okay, let's. I I don't remember. I I wasn't mad. I just don't remember what Mikey guessed. Okay, two thousand Angelina Jolie.
4: So it can't be Tomb Raider two. That's what you're saying.
5: (laughs) No, Tomb Raider T O W M B (laughs) plot keyword
4: T
0: W O M B Uh, Mustang.
4: (laughs) Give me the last one.
0: Ooh, I know Cut this one. to the chase. I
4: know it. Babylon 6. I don't know.
0: Pap with the steel. I don't know it. Man. Really?
5: I know this. Oh, wait. Is it
0: Stevie's now, turn? No, Mikey, go ahead. It's, no one gets points. What is it, Mikey? Gone in yeah. 60 it's seconds. The cage Man. Mm.
2: I've never seen that movie either.
0: I have see, even seen it. Gosh dang it. Okay.
5: <laughs> What's he <laughs> called that car? Lucille? Uh, Shelby.
0: What was your plot? Yeah,
5: Shelby record?
0: Mustang. Mustang. Actually, it Mustang. originally was Shelby, but we decided that was probably too hard, so. Okay, so Paps up.
5: Give me the
2: tagline.
0: Lose yourself in the music.
2: Loose Brothers 2000.
0: No. Stevie? Oh, Paps. Eight miles. Nice. Oh, Paps.
2: Oh, that makes a lot more sense.
0: You got a yourself. <laughs> Brett didn't say it right. I didn't want to give it away. Wow, yeah, nice. It's
2: unwhimsical. Hey. Lose yourself in the music. St- <laughs> <laughs> Lose in
0: the Stevie, news.
3: the plot keyword Does was spaghetti. Oh, okay, that'd have been yeah. too easy. How? Okay, Stevie, you're up. A-
2: this is trivia, not a plot bullshit. keyword. Stevie Brett. Stevie Brett. There's collusion. <laughs> I'm calling Stevie Brett collusion now.
0: Hey, he's calling it in okay. the second round. We got three more rounds. Let's go with year, actor. Two thousand eleven, Kyle Chandler. Oh man,
3: <laughs> I know who the fuck that is? Okay, <coughs> let's go with um tagline.
0: It arrives.
3: Never mind, I don't know. <sighs> Um,
0: plot keyword, movie camera, super eight, nice.
5: Yeah, good. Hey, that's a good one. Hey, for Dude, the these first time ever,
2: we not going to give an advantage to the person who hasn't hosted them the longest. <laughs> Mikey, the new.
0: Mikey, you're up. Uh, plot keyword. Overstuffed closet Mm. Year Actor Two thousand eight James Marsden Give me the last last clue. She's about to find the perfect fit. Oh, uh, twenty seven dresses. Yeah, correct. Yep. Nice, job. nice, Mikey. Great, Mikey. Nicely done, Ooh. Josh. Give me your actor. Nineteen fifty six. David <laughs> David Niven. <sighs> Tagline. <laughs> oh, I know it. Yeah. You got the steel coming up, Happy, too. So. Dot, dot, dot. And the whole world loves it.
4: Tagline. or er, plot. <laughs> Jules Verne. Around the world and.
2: Yep. Yeah.
4: You gonna finish
0: that? Did you? How many days? Uh, gotta guess the number. 80 days. Okay, <laughs>
2: yeah, that's <messed up. laughs> <Oof>. Yeah.
0: <laughs> all right, Pappy.
2: Give me that sweet, sweet tagline. <laughs> <laughs> Feed me all night. <laughs>
0: how, do, how do I loathe thee? Let me count the ways.
5: Taglines are such bullshit. How do I loathe <laughs> Sometimes they don't even make sense.
2: Well, you better give me another clue. Uh, give me actor year.
0: Nineteen ninety nine, Gabrielle Union.
2: What's the last one? Keyword?
0: Yeah. Feminine, feminine mystique. I don't. I don't know. Yeah. Uh,
3: Stevie. Ten things I hate about yep. you.
2: Not only does What's Mikey up? have to go first, he has to steal from Stevie, who knows the, <laughs> arguably the most about movies. It's so pretty rigged.
0: Stevie, you're up.
3: <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's
0: go with uh, actor year. 2005, Jane Lynch.
3: Forty-year-old virgin. Nice. Yeah.
0: Wow. My turn. Uh, yeah, Mikey. Uh, wait, what's the score? Okay, there? after three rounds, Mikey with five points, Josh with two points, Happy with zero points, and huh. Stevie with eight. Uh, with ten points. Can I just point out what? that
4: Gabrielle Union is the <laughs> one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eighth build actress on
0: that? Yeah, and it was the hardest. <laughs> cl- it was the hardest clue of the one. We honestly, we I talked about it for like twenty minutes with Brittany it about makes what makes sense I think. to
2: give it to the person who's hosted in the third longest time. <laughs> so I hate this. I'm anti this
0: trivia. All right, well you can quit then. You
4: disqualified, Pat. Bro. No,
2: I'm playing. I put play a win.
0: 2007. <laughs> Russell Crowe. Oh, um,
5: I should know this.
0: Um, black keyword. Railroad. Oh. Railroad. Uh, tagline. Time waits for no man. That's about as
4: ambiguous as they get. <laughs> man versus man, man versus nature. Versus nature. <laughs>
2: a stranger comes to town. A man goes on a journey.
4: Is it White
3: John Henry? Uh, a crawler goes uh, Russell Crowe. Railroad.
4: Nice one, Pat.
5: Um. I have no idea. I, I can't. I can't even guess. Josh. Uh,
4: Two Brothers, Where Art Thou? Nice. Now, does anybody know? Is he in that? I don't know it. Oh, that is going to be it. 40 seconds to
5: Zuma.
0: Pep, yeah, you got that.
5: That's right, Peppy. 30. 4.10 to Yuma. Oh, whatever. Uh, so, the 3, yeah. 10 to 3.10 to Yuma? Or, or 3.10, yeah, 3.10 to Yuma. 4.20 to Yuma, blaze it.
4: <laughs> I've never seen that. Does Russell Cole have, like, a quick
5: cameo? or? No, he's he's the main uh, guy. Yeah yeah just
0: joking yeah. I'm up yeah you guys are awesome I love you guys Crash you're up
4: give me that plotline keyword
0: I'll make sure I do a six second high low next time
4: um, <laughs> the best C- closest to classic
0: uh, Plot plotline keyword short I love this trivia short term memory year actor 2004 Rob Schneider
4: Gosh I keep forgetting the numbers in this
0: Yeah 31st uh, dates <laughs> That is incorrect
3: oh, Happy? 41st dates oh,
0: Guys you needed
3: that
2: Fifty-first First Dates? It's 50 it's First Dates, first the first
3: wakiki place. sneaky between the
0: cheeky. Uh, Brett, why are you so mad? Because you guys have just been ripping on me this entire time. I worked on this for four hours. No, it's only, trivial, I love it. it's only Pappy is. Yeah. I'm just,
2: I love it. I'm just terrible at it. I did this instead,
0: <laughs> of, working did this <laughs> instead of working at my job today. Don't tell, <laughs> that, <laughs> don't tell Ed that. Point.
2: Edit point. Edit, edit point. point.
0: <laughs> um, Pappy...
5: <laughs> that t- I did this instead of walking the dog today. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I did this instead of crawling the night today. <laughs> Give me that sweet, sweet tagline.
0: Who says you're only young once? Your actor. 2009 Matthew Perry
2: I really don't know Uh, Keyword
0: That's probably not going to help you much High school
2: I can like picture The cover of the movie But I haven't seen it And I don't know the title So I don't know Stevie Stevie
3: Oh. is it my turn or is, is it with the turn steel. it's oh. it's, a, it's a wonderful life but modern day it's with uh, Zach um, what's his name
5: Raph Ephron oh. Braff. Efron.
3: it's can like
5: <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
3: I can, pi- I can no,
5: picture it, the movie
3: no yeah he's I... is it like 15 all over again or something like that So close! It's seventeen again. Oh, Uh, sorry. I was gonna say
5: thirteen, going on thirty. That was a different movie. We did that earlier.
3: (laughs) (laughs) So many numbers. Oh, I remember that movie. alright
0: Stevie. Yeah. Uh, You're up. Year actor. Two thousand thirteen. Paul Dano.
3: That's the thing. Is I like I should know this. Um, wasn't the big Dano guy till like 2014. Um, give me, uh, give me
0: tagline. This, yeah, the extraordinary true story of Solomon Northup.
3: Uh, plot keyword. Chains. 12 years a slave. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I, that was literally the only tagline. I was like, there's got to be a better one than that. Because it, like, up. Yeah, two points. Chains. I forgot he was one of the evil, like, owners. Oh, he's got the. Mm-hmm. He's, he's sw- so
3: terrifying in that movie. So
4: he could be an owner or a prisoner.
2: Hey Alright, no. score hey update no. Hey no. <laughs> I don't know where hey no.
4: Brett grump meter update On high <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it's The, the audience will
2: love this trivia I'm just terrible I love it.
4: it Just not a big Ga- Gabrielle Union fan Love the trivia
0: right. Well, let's go ahead and play this last Round, but it's kind of over Yeah, um, yeah I thought there were two rounds left Mikey with five points, Josh with two, Pappy with zero, Stevie with sixteen.
5: Sixteen, <laughs> second place. Oh my! Nice. Gosh. What's happening? All right, Mikey. <laughs> again, why am I on this podcast? You're I in second can... place, Pat. Never. Uh, Mikey, <laughs> I can't win. You just confirmed <laughs> I, it's over. But I'll I'll do this last one. Black
0: keyword. Wow, women women's magazine. I know it. Uh, actor. Year. 2003, Kate Hudson.
6: Mm.
5: How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days? Yep. Yep.
2: Nice, Mikey. Josh. Mm-hmm.
4: Plot line, plot keyword, jury, twelve angry men.
0: No, yeah, yeah, it is. I wish what? you would have said year act year after. I would He got it right. <laughs> Go Brittany, for the Brittany, win, Brittany. Got it right after hearing <laughs> jury too. You gotta get yelled yelled <laughs> I I wish. I wish you would have said year actor. I was going to say 1957 Gabrielle Union, but... <laughs> uh, that would have been right.
2: Good cheaters keep shooting. Give me that tagline.
0: Failure is not an option. Give me the year actor. 1995 Kevin Bacon.
2: Give me a plot keyword.
0: Explosion, man! I didn't score. question mark
2: this whole game, I don't
4: know. And Stevie goes up to eighteen.
0: Stevie,
3: steel, failure is not an option. Uh, sudden impact. I don't know. Apollo
0: thirteen. Apollo thirteen. Uh, uh, is it? I haven't I seen seen that, he's in that.
2: I haven't seen a single one of the movies that I got. Not a <laughs> single one. Not your fault, but it's my
3: fault. You haven't <laughs> seen Apollo thirteen? No,
2: I, I know I should have but I haven't.
3: It's not your fault. Let's go with your actor, Brett. It's not your fault. 2009, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Five... Oh, no, 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 no. Was that 2000? I thought it was 2005. That's...
0: 50-50? You picked the wrong Joseph Gordon-Levitt movie. Mikey, for the steal? Uh... Wait, what? What was the clue again? Well, one that there's a number in the title. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, no, what was the one? Stevie. Two thousand nine. Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Stevie guessed fifty-fifty.
6: Oh
3: mm, I don't know. It's five hundred days no of summer.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. God bless. I thought that you was two thousand five. I after I made, the, I, I promised I did this as random as possible, and my thoughts were. Stevie being behind Pappy when Pappy has the chick flicks is going to be bad. And I thought Mike, I thought Mikey <laughs> yeah. got, I thought Mikey got screwed the most with getting thirteen going on 30, 27 dresses, and uh, t- how to lose a guy in ten that was, days. That was a strong part of my game. I
2: turned the ball over to Stevie a lot. I gave him many many opportunities to score. Can't do again, it, man. Again,
0: I did it as random as possible. I tried to make it easy for you guys. I've maybe I'll do maybe I'll I mean. I'll do. How many Instagram followers does uh, Alex Jake Cooper all have? Now? Alex
2: Cooper have. <laughs> all
0: right, hey Brett, Just want to kick spoilers, man?
4: Brett, thanks for picking Nightcrawler. I've been meaning to see this movie forever, and it was yeah. everything I thought it could be.
0: Oh, you're welcome. I enjoyed the crap out of it. I love. I've watched two Jelena Hall movies in the last five days, so I'm I'm loving it. What was the other one? I watched Source Code on Saturday.
4: So it's been like a solid two days since you've seen a Jake movie. Are you like itching your neck yet?
0: It's It's been one day, but I, I need it. Got, <laughs> I, I, got any more of them Jakes? <laughs> I want to watch Zodiac and Jarhead next. All right, so I'm kicking the spoiler, man. My wife's asleep on the couch, so I've got to be done soon. Our
1: Instagram is podcast spoilers. It's lit.
0: And we're back alright well I hope at least the audience had fun in the yeah. trivia and I hope you enjoyed <laughs> I hope you enjoyed my last ever podcast um, no. uh, it's, been, it's oh, been real stop it I'm just kidding uh, thanks to everybody for listening to that thanks for talking about uh, Nightcrawlers guys that was fun
4: when Bill Paxton said uh, that he was a Nightcrawler did you guys just assume he was talking about crawling around in bed at night? It's another dude. <laughs> I
3: think that's what you're supposed to think. <laughs> poor Bill Paxton. God, I miss him.
0: Are you saying poor Bill
3: Paxton because his last real movie was The Circle? <coughs> dude, yeah. Like, that's a rough-ass movie. Class Explorer's episode. That movie ended careers and lives. Ooh. I thought
4: Bill Paxton was really good in this movie. He's awesome.
3: He's a man. Riz Ahmed was awesome Wait, too. What's our next movie? Yeah, he was good.
0: Oh, jeez.
3: Yeah, I was like really confused there. I thought someone picked, <laughs> and I didn't know. <laughs> All right,
0: I stop I recording. Should I start recording again? Just
3: Stevie. What's our no. next movie? All right. Well, since I won trivia, no surprise. <laughs> um, stop! Stop! We got hijack rolling. Probably. Yeah, pan Fast hijack rolling. Yeah, keep
4: going. Switch it over to hijack. Alright, All right, so uh, we're,
0: we're back from Spoiler <laughs> Man Let's uh, there go. kick it to Stevie for Next week's movie
3: Okay It's
2: going to um, be an epic post-credits episode
0: Yeah, so uh,
3: <laughs> This is a movie I thought it got like none of the credit That it should have I think it's one of the funniest black comedies I've seen in years And we're going to be spoiling The Death of Stalin hmm,
0: Never heard of it Steve Busce Easily one
3: of the funniest movies
0: I've seen In a long time Sweet. Uh, Looking forward to that. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. See ya.
3: told you I was going to do it, Pep. (laughs) Stuck to my guns. I thought about going with um, Dante's Peak for a second.
2: Brett, that was good. I was just giving you shit because I lost and I was doing so terrible. It wasn't a bad trivia.
0: I changed a lot of the stuff when I got home and went over with Brittany. It was really hard. I probably should have kept it that way, but I think it was kind of hard anyway. I struggled,
4: Brett. Also, if there's four people playing trivia, three people are gonna hate it
0: every time. It's The way of the trivia Send yeah. me
5: <laughs> and there will be calls of collusion.
3: <laughs> and I did. I how I many did, back to how many Stevie Brett's back to backs is that? Too many. I'm going for three in a row next week.